Welcome to Grizzly Peaks Radio. This is Masks of Nyarlathotep for Call of Cthulhu, 7th edition. Dark schemes herald the end of the world. Written by Larry Dottilio and Lynn Willis. 5th edition by Mike Mason, Lynn Hardy, Ulfrica, and Scott Dawood. The name is Cole. Cole Mortson. Some call me Charon. Once upon a time, I was a New York PD investigator. But as you can see by my face, I ran into 150 degrees of explosive bad luck. Now off the force, I spend my time as a for-hire private eye that isn't afraid to get his hands a little dirty. Whatever may come for me and my friends, they should know that not all of me was burned away. My name is Kiara. I play Dr. Gwen Greaves, a French-Moroccan surgeon with a dead husband, an opium addiction, and a growing debt to the mafia. Hello, my name is Will, and I play Marcus Abate, a streetwise mechanic turned booksmart archaeologist after a car accident that left him with a muscular disorder. A fast talker and a smart cookie, but a bit of a wild card if you cross someone close to him and put a switchblade in his hands. And he's partial to alcohol in bags. Hello, lads and lasses. I'm Brian, and I'll be playing as Bill Rakeshid, your friendly neighborhood custodian. My name is Kimberly, and I play Claudia Stein, a former U-boat captain from the German side of World War I. And to be clear, she is not and will never be a Nazi. Her three great loves are fame, fortune, and pretty women. She used to be rich, but now she's not, but the other characters don't know that. My name is Isaiah, and I play Grums the Hobo, a rootin' tootin' shootin' rail rider from Louisiana. Not much is known about my past, but an odd affinity for cats and their well-being. Okay, so um, I'm going to start just because we never actually did this and you guys would have definitely read it by now. I'm just going to read you the excerpt from uh, the um, Africa's Dark Sects because there could be something pretty important here. This, was, um, this is the chapter on the bloody tongue. Our expedition travelled east across the Rift Valley and into the mountainous highlands of central Kenya. There, Kamau said he would endeavour to take us to a region where a small cult worshipped a god known as the bloody tongue. The members of this cult were reviled by all the local tribes in the area. Legend held that the cult of the Bloody Tongue was able to conjure something villagers called the Black Wind. It was a literal wind that infused with evil spirits, such that it brought plague, famine and death upon any, any in its path. The conjuration of the Black Wind was a rite celebrated by members of the cult to honour the god of the Bloody Tongue. I asked Kamau about the god's name, assuming that it was named for some kind of bloodletting or sacrifice carried out by the celebrants, akin to the self-mutilation we saw carried out in the mad rites of the Pain Dream sect in Congo. But Kamau was hesitant to speak more about how this cult came to be known. Rather, he said this was something we should see for ourselves. Stealth was paramount in attempting to witness a rite of the bloody tongue, and in the end we determined that Kamau and I should go alone as we'd be less likely to draw the attention of the cultists, whose thirst for blood sacrifice is legendary in the region. We travelled two days into the highlands, the mountains growing larger and trails becoming steeper as, you, as we worked our way up from the savannah into the verdure of Kenya's great mountainous peaks. The final miles were difficult travel, as we needed to stay off the game paths to avoid making ourselves known to the cult members. We traversed the side of a low peak, 
and eventually climbed into a large tree which provided a decent but shielded view of a clearing below. We covered ourselves with large branches and leaves and waited for nightfall. Kamau reiterated the need for silence if we were successful to bear witness to the cult's rites. As darkness fell, perhaps a hundred celebrants came to the clearing, many busying themselves in building a large bonfire and many more shepherding a group of clearly terrified captives. The captives were forced to stand with their arms and feet as far apart as possible, and in this posture they were bound to each other, wrist to wrist and ankle to ankle. From where I sat, they looked a bit like a fence. There were perhaps 20 of them bound in this fashion. A priestess of sorts entered the scene. I was surprised to see that she appeared to be young and had strikingly attractive features. Still, it was clear the other members of the cult feared her and gave her great deference. To one side of the bonfire sat a group of four drummers, three with large djembe drums and one with a smaller, higher pitch drum. When the victims were fully prepared, the priestess gave a nod to the drummers, who began beating into a frenzied pitch, sounding out a rhythm the likes of which I had never heard before. As the priestess whirled around the fire-lit circle, chanting dim words from an ancient spell, the cult executioners busied themselves with their screaming sacrifices. As the blood flowed, a chill wind sprang up, and I felt a flash of fear. The wind had become visible, a black vapour against the gibbous leering moon, and slowly my terror grew as I comprehended the monstrous thing taking form. The corrosive stench of it hinted at vileness beyond evil. When I saw the great red appendage, which alone constituted the face of the thing, my courage died and I fled unseeing into the night. It was indeed fortunate that the following morning I was found by the ever-capable Kamau, for had the cult members found me, I have no doubt I would have been among their next victims, being white or no. As we returned to the lowland to meet the others, Kamau told me that the priest and priestess of the bloody tongue practice a form of magic which allows them to bring the dead back to life again. Zombies. So. Raised dead. Yeah. But clearly, this bloody tongue is a literal description of this god, this entity. It's, it's instead of a head, he, he described it, it had this huge red appendage. So right now, the four of you, plus a certain Miss Stein, mm -hmm. who's probably just relaxing on a chaise lounge, smoking mm -hmm. a cigar, yeah. I imagine. Cleaning your guns. Yeah. yeah. Um, she, you are in mm -hmm. um, the captain's, uh, captain's office, holding down Pinkham with his shoes off, or his shoes up in the air, um, him having just alerted the the ship to the fact that he was being assaulted. Um, and um, you, you, sir, Marcus, Marcus Abate, you have been lurking near the garbage chute and you just saw um, Count Kolorov, whatever the hell his name is, and his hired muscle um, emptying something down the trash chute. So, Mr. Abate, you see them um, dumping what looks like um, some heavy objects because they make a sort of clanging noise as they go down the chute. Um, and the, the two goons kind of look left and right rapidly and then they start marching off down the deck with the count. What do you want to do? Is there any way to see what was recently dropped into the chute at all or no? You can try. I'm going to try and take a look down the chute really quick first, keeping, take a second to look down the chute, see if you can see anything. Sadly, no. Um, you, they're long gone. Um, so 
you have no idea. But they, the shoot itself, just for just to help you visualize it, is probably about two feet wide by about a foot and a half deep. So it kind of hadn't been anything too big. But it did make a clunking sound. Not metal on metal, mind. Metal on metal is a very distinctive clanging sound. This was like something not metal hitting the side of the, the metal chute. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to follow the count here in his voice, sneak uh, up behind him. Okay. Wow. Brave man. <laughs> All right. Um, are you going to, how closely do you want to follow them? They're, they're, they're probably about 30 feet or 40 feet away from you now. Just behind it. So like say they turn you know, a corner here, I'm like one behind them or something like that. So around sure. like 20, 20 feet sound about so right. So you want to close with them? Yeah, I think not, not like far enough where they can't, where I can, like just as they go out of sight, I follow along, you know, mm -hmm. essentially. So about, wouldn't about 20 feet, would that do that or so or what? That would, it would also be a bit risky. Hmm. Because that's that's not if you think about it, twenty feet, it's not that like far. Yeah, I'll go yeah. to I'll go thirty feet. As you get close to them, your foot oh, catches against um, maybe this metal protrusion, and it makes a a, a clonking sound. Um, they start to turn around. What are you going to do? I'm going to try and fast talk my way out of this. Be like, oh, I'm going to run up. Be like, hey guys, did you see what happened in there? Some guy got stabbed. <laughs> insane. Stabbed. I'm going to. <coughs> Make it look like I was not stuck, you know, try and play it off like I'm not stalking them at all. Like I was actually trying to catch up with them. One of the bodyguards <laughs> turns around and says, What do you want, little man? Did you guys see anything like with the, anybody suspicious around here? I mean, like, you guys, you guys are, you guys are professionals out here. I imagine if you guys, if you guys always keep your eyes open looking for anything after the count, you see anybody doing anything weird around here? Were you a little man who helped us fight the Bolshevik? Uh, I was the guy who showed up immediately after, but I, you had my emotional support, I promise you. He, he comes up to you and he sort of looms over you and he says, Little man, if you are lying, I will tear your head off. That's abrasive. <laughs> yeah, that's strong enough. Slashly. <laughs> um, the count says, Leave him, leave him, Dimitri. He is fine. He's one of those crazy Americans. We like Americans, no? Yeah, 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 we do. We Jam like Americans. <laughs> bang, bang, shoot, shoot. <laughs> Cowboy. <Gun>. Cowboy. <laughs> oh, I thought he said gunboy. Cowboys. Da? Da? Yeah. Yeah, yeah come here, come here, little man. You are a little man, but I like you. No, thank you. I like that smile on your face. You yeah. remind me of my mother. You have a nasty habit of getting like behind enemy lines <laughs> and getting stuck there. <laughs> he says, what is your name, little mom? I have to ask you. Mark, okay, with two Bs, again. <laughs> hey, come for a drink of vodka. You want drink vodka? Yeah. Come, come with us. And the two meaty guys, they put their arms around you and they say, you come drink vodka, little mom. We show you how true Russian drinks. Uh, and the Count says, you like vodka? Indeed I do, good sir. I haven't been an alcohol I didn't like. Yeah, da, you, uh, you come here, drink meat. None of this tonic nonsense. Nonsense. Why, why you want to water down the, the most precious liquid known to, known to civilization? It's a good point. I don't, I don't usually like my stuff watered down. I like it to the core. Like, sounds like a good idea. So sit down, sit down. Have you ever been to Russia? I have not. I've read about it. Maybe you'll come with us. we show you everything. Yeah, I've, I've to consider that. I've always wanted to see the world. We have important mission. 
You know that now, yeah? Da? What mission is that? To reclaim Mother Russia for the true owners of, the, of this place, of these people. <coughs> from, from whom? From whom? From the filthy Bolshevik who think their revolution will change how Mother Russia is. They are fools. Yeah, a lot of revolutions tend to fail sometimes. Ah, but uh, Mr. Abate, who tell me, who tell me, why you be standing near trash shoot? You uh, have plenty of uh, trash to throw away. <laughs> okay, what happened was, you see, I, I actually, what happened was I actually got a shuriken into my hand. I was struggling <laughs> for, for the talent show, and I got one stuck in my hand, and I had to get a, a bag, I had to get like some towels to like, wipe off the blood, and it was just really gross, and I had to like throw those down in the trash chute because people are going to look at me weird if I'm carrying around a big bloody towel uh, and a bunch of shurikens and a bandage on my hand. I just had to throw that out, you know? It smelled terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. You weren't, uh, I just want to make sure, you weren't uh, trying to see what we were putting on the trash. Oh, no, I, I'm not a boy like that. I would never spy on people. Because it's easy to accumulate all kinds of things one doesn't want on a long voyage, and then one must uh, throw them in the trash. Okay. I understand this. Yeah. The, the, the progression, the circle of material objects. Nah, nah. More vodka. More vodka. We will leave you there in the gentle embrace of Count Corallo. Meanwhile, in the captain's office, you have income pinned down. And he is squealing like a stuffed pig. Mm -hmm. Let me go! Let me go! And stuff gauze into his mouth. <laughs> right, you, you just stuff it in. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Can I apply uh, bandage tape as yeah, well over him to security? <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> okay, and there's a, there's a wild look in his eyes. So um, the, the, the alarm call went out on the intercom probably about a minute ago. So what do you want to do? Um, who's guarding the door? Like, who, who wants to guard the door? I'll hold the door shut. You'll hold the door shut? Okay. I want to look through all of his drawers and try to find, like, evidence. Like, suspiciously torn out books or, like, a bloody knife. That'd be great. Mm. I'll help also. Okay. Um, you start looking through, but there's a lot of drawers and there's a lot of filing cabinets. But you, you start opening them up, and before you can find anything, there is a banging on the door. Do not disturb! Open up! Open up! We don't need housekeeping! <laughs> Mr. Pinkham, are you okay in there, sir? It's just fine, who is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, who is that? My name is... Say you're his lover. <laughs> um, my name's uh, Mr. Yellowham. <laughs> Mr. Pinkham's Brother. close friend. <laughs> I do not know any yellow ham. Oh, did, did I say I meant green ham? <laughs> green ham? First name Let me just check. I'm green eggs. <laughs> and then Phil Potter's been standing there looking a bit kind of um, scared. scared and taken aback. And then he stands up a bit more stiffly, holds his hand to his side, of course, where the door is. Right, yeah. He shot. goes up and he walks to the door and he says, Leave this to me. And he unlocks the door opens it and he says, Mr. Mr. Pinkham is indisposed at the moment. My, uh, uh, my uh, temporary officers are helping me with the, 
with the running of the ship, you may disperse. He has been taken... Mr Pinkham has been taken unwell, and he had a funny turn. Um, you may leave us now. Thank you. And he shuts the door. Then it starts hammering again. How was that? Did I do it? Fantastic. But what are we going to do now? I mean, look at him. He's on the floor. He's tied up and he's got... Is those your knickers in his mouth? What's he got in his mouth? Oh, of course, whatever. I don't know what the ladies wear down there. Listen, you did well, boys. Just go sit down, take a couple breathers. We're all good. We're good. Just calm down. Oh, I'm sure we have a quite faint. <laughs> yeah. My, my mum should never believe what <laughs> um, So he sits down. Um, so you've you've got plenty of time now. So you okay. start searching through everything, and um, you don't actually find anything incriminating. There's no weapons. There's no bloody knives. No blood on the bottom of his shoe. Yeah, there was blood. there was blood on the bottom of his shoe. But on, on on a close examination, it's quite dry. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. So, uh... Grum, sit on him. Okay, so, uh, we're, I mean, we're dumping you know him in the trash. You know what, Doctor? <laughs> you're, you cannot determine whether the blood is from a few hours ago mm. or from... Like days. Days. Mm, okay. It's, you would need uh, a microscope mm. and something to right. see the decomposition of mm. the cells or whatever. So let's dump him in the trash chute. <laughs> no, we have to, we have to interrogate him! <laughs> Yeah, that's the interrogation. Who becomes the captain? Um, um, Bill becomes the next captain? Yes, he's yeah. the captain. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's the next captain. He's the next one. Yeah, he's the next one. He's the next one. He is, he is, yes, you're right. You're All right, right boys. <laughs> We're going to take sanity loss for killing somebody innocent. For murdering somebody. Maybe so, we won't so, tie so, his hands. So he just got into the ocean. Hearing you say this, he looks up and he's Sir, I cannot stand by and let you commit murder. Well, you're not the captain, yes. Do you understand what's going to happen when we dock in Southampton? I feel this pop. place will be swarming with policemen. Philpot, the only reason I, I accosted him like I did was because he was acting really fucking cocky about being the new captain. Like, Captain War- Warburton was... He's killed and he was like, oh, I guess I'm captain now. <laughs> it, it, seemed, it seemed perfectly reasonable that he was the killer. Self-defense. <laughs> it's true, he is the captain now. And we, 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 we're committing a mutiny. Okay, well, I, think I, I think I've got to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Pinkham? They still hang people. Philpot, <laughs> <laughs> Philpot, listen to me, listen to me. So you guys are both going in the trash. <laughs> oh, no, my good boy. Mr. Pinkham, can you take his guys out? Can you take his guys out? Well, in a second, let me call yeah. down Philpot real quick and be like, listen, man, we got, we got, like, two dead bodies. <laughs> who else was the other one that died? We got the captain and who was, who you, was the other one shot? You've child? got um, the, the professor. The professor. Right. We have two dead bodies, an, ass- an assassination attempt. Things are looking bad. It's either we take care of it now, don't worry, we're not here, just gonna go in guns blazing. Just, just... Calm down. We'll try to settle this amicably. He, he starts having um, a panic attack. I think. He's, oh, all right. Anyone got any booze or right. water here's or the, a bag? Here's the cat. <laughs> <laughs> you hand in your emotional support animal. Uh, although, quite who's supporting who in terms of the emotion there? So, I bring him so, the leftovers of Pinkham's tea. I'm just like, here you go. He's absentmindedly stroking the cat. He's like, oh, oh, sirs, sirs and madams. I, I've just, I, I've never committed a crime in my life. And <laughs> now I've committed like five in one, one day, I think. I don't, I don't even know. But, uh, yes. You got vacation hours stored? <laughs> but technically, now let me think, according to ship's rules, technically 
um, Pinkham wasn't allowed to demote you without a meeting, uh, consultation with the other officers. Well, there you go. He's breaking the rules. We're fixing them. <laughs> so, by that, by Ordinance 743B, you are technically still uh, officers of the line. Yes. Therefore, you, your investigative actions might well be justified if you found sufficient evidence. And I believe blood on a shoe, uh, if I remember my Agatha Christie, <laughs> is <evidence>. sufficient. <laughs> sufficient cause? Yes. Now. But we need more. But, uh, <laughs> do you think... What are evidence? It is hey, Pinkham can't be the killer. He's a horrible man, I know, but he would kill someone in, like, in cold blood. Would he... He has a lot to gain. That's what we got to figure out with the trash shoot, yeah. man. I think we should interrogate him. Yeah. Me pink him yeah. or? Pink him. Oh, okay. Uh, what method of interrogation were you thinking of? Doctor. Please work with us. Have you got a truth serum? Would I have that with my ties with the mob? Given your... It might, it might also be another Given your hobbies. Mm, yeah. yeah. My personal, your, personal time. Your personal interests. Mm. I would say yes, you would probably have some sodium pentothal in your bag. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Let's <laughs> drug Listen, it's, it's, it's non-violent. Wait, and we got our answer. Who has yes. a book? Who has a book? Yeah. I have a notebook, yeah. We could just, like, we could show him the book and, like, and just keep driving him insane. Oh, with our insanity books? No, We can't do that. The masks. I've got a mask. Alright, let's put the spooky mask on him. We can't keep them both. That'll be too much. For the book to work, you have to read Right. We're just sitting there holding the human skin. Oh no, you're in the you're How in the right. How about I read it right. to you? Don't part where the fuck we're jumping. I think the mask would be more effective than the serum. <laughs> it's a good way of finding out what it does. That's a great idea. Philpot managed to to call off the oh, alarm. Nice. Um, but I suppose at some point, if you're um, Maybe you might be seen by someone that might wonder. I would prefer no one see me. Okay. Yeah, so. Um, so you go down to your cabin mm-hmm. and there at the bottom of your steamer chest is that horrible, horrible mm-hmm. mask. Mm-hmm. I didn't even wrap it. Look, even, even picking it up makes you right. feel a bit like shivery and Good. unpleasant. Meanwhile, you uh, are poised over Pinkham with the syringe and his eyes are sheer, a look of sheer panic in his eyes. And Philpot's saying, Mr. Mortensen, yeah. Mr. Mortensen, what are you doing? Oh, this here's this here's some true serum, son. He's gonna uh, he's gonna sing. Will is that another crime? <laughs> Not technically, I don't think. <laughs> We're on international waters. <laughs> We're investigating under that the, the 170B. We found some blood on his shoe. It's only power we give close. Of course, I could not have forgotten. Yes, next yeah, we say, next we say, we can start filleting him with your knife. No, 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 no. Maybe we could put a mask on him or something like that. <laughs> would you like to stand outside? I think I would actually. <laughs> okay. How about you fix us a hot meal? <laughs> um, would you like a hot buttered toast or um, a chicken breast or cucumber sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. And I'll bring you a nice hot cup of tea as well. Two sugars, three, three. Okay. And with that he goes. Just be back really soon. I don't want you out of my sight for very long. <laughs> um, my boy. And, and you return with the mask. You can see, because you've seen the people in this situation before. You can I'm see. You can see that Pinkham has broken. He's like, 
He's like, he's gone. He's like, he is absolutely terrified. Before or after we put the Before mask on? Before you've done anything. Just the fact that you were there with the thing and then and then Dr. Greaves is coming with this very weird looking mask with clearly over, and he was listening to you talking about putting it on his head <laughs> and then injecting him with the stuff. He is, <laughs> he is literally broken. Like, you, you feel like you could probably, you could probably interrogate him very easily now without yeah. even doing any of this stuff. But... Still up to you. Have, have a, wipe have a the needle on his face. Just <laughs> <laughs> stroke it down his face. I'm, I'm imagining I'm sitting on him, by the way, so he doesn't like squirt yeah. away. <laughs> I'll, give me the mask. I'll hold both the needle and the mask in, in both hands and be like, "Listen, we're gonna take off the we're gonna take off the bandage off your mouth. If you do not cooperate, we're gonna use not one but both of these fucking things on you. Like, just undo it. Here, while like, you hold the things, I'll slowly unpeel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just like, you will answer all my questions. Please don't hurt me, don't hurt me, I haven't done anything wrong. Volume please, Monsieur Pinkerton, let's keep it down inside voices. Please, please. I'm sorry, I don't know, I know I'm a bit of a nasty piece of work, but I don't deserve to fall whatever the hell you're gonna do. Yeah, yeah, shut up. Answer the questions. Where were you, like, what, 30 minutes ago during the talent show? I was I was up here. In this room, I was, I was, I was look, look, look at the ledger there. Look at, look at, look, please. <laughs> Red, go get it. I quietly started chanting. I grabbed a ledger. Thanks. My, my literacy is too low to understand. That's that. nice. <laughs> um, look, look at the last entry, please, please, please. Open it up, check it. I open it up and check it. <laughs> he says, touch it, touch it. Touch it! Yeah. Oh, the ink sweat? The ink sponges. He's like, it's pretty wet still. So why is there blood on your shoe? Yeah, what's blood? blood on your shoe? It must have been in the cabin last night. Last night? Last night? What cabin? Which cabin? In the professor's cabin. You went into the professor's cabin? Yes. When? We were investigating. Oh. I must have trodden in the blood. It was still damp on the top of the carpet, please. That checks out. Yeah, it does. What do you know about the Count? The Count? Uh, he, he's a Russian king of dignitary. <laughs> Have you ever talked to the Count? Yes, yes. He, 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 he. Oh, I shouldn't tell you. I shouldn't tell you. Oh, Dr. Oh, Reeves. Oh, Dr. Reeves. Start. Ting, ting. Oh, oh, oh. You will speak. This is Colombian. Colombian. To do what? Well, where's the money? They they want to take the prisoner. The dude down south that tried to assassinate him? Yes. Why would he pay you to get this? I, I am going to... I meant to release the prisoner into his keeping. When? Did you just do it? Are you about to do it? What time when, are you going to release him? When we dock. When you dock? He doesn't want him to be taken by the British police. He wants him for his own. I, I don't really care money. if he kills the prisoner. Fuck yeah, him. Yeah, I don't really but care either. killed the captain. I don't know. I don't know who killed the captain. The first I heard of it was when you, when, when, when the message was sent up from the deck. Did the count talk to the captain about the prisoner? The captain didn't know anything. He's a fool. He's... He's a spy. For whom? He was a spy for the Germans. The captain? And, and I was... I was blackmailing him. He was siphoning off the money. Into my bank account! Mm. So cool, write us a check. No. 
I didn't want him dead. Oh, Why would I want him dead? It was my meal ticket. Mm, yeah, that would cut your financial benefits short if you were to die. Please, please let me go. I know I'm a bad man, but I'm not a murderer. Well, give us another suspect. If you're not the murderer, then who is? You don't know about the... Oh, God. The Count. The Count. There are stories about him. They would bring people to him. They would bring people to him. Kinky, but that doesn't help us. And... They said he might see them suffer. Still. Oh yeah, I read a book about him. He likes to disembowel people. Oh man. Yeah. Forgot that little secret. I remember, <laughs> yeah. That was his big old thing, yeah. And do you have reason to Vlad believe... Vlad the disemboweler. Yes, that's right. <laughs> do you have reason to believe that the Count could be responsible for the Professor's murder? I don't know, but I did ask. He's, he's paid us off handsomely. We turn a blind eye to these things. Was it you and the captain? Were you the only two that were connected to him? Or were there others among your staff? Just me. The captain didn't know. He's a mm. fool. Mm. I told you. Yeah, and now he's dead. Alright. Mm. Anyone else got any questions for him? So if we're not putting this mask on him, I'm putting it on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want to know what it does. I, uh, oh, God. Oh, God. I want to just feel popping gone. He's going to talk. <laughs> He has nothing to lose. Yeah. He's, he's, gonna he's gonna tell the Russian no guy. Don't say anything. Don't five minutes. Right. Well, he's gonna like, tell the Russian guy. I was like, we can at least put him in like the prison. Like he's gonna go the on the PA and, and he's oh, gonna wait. be like, hey, hold on, what's these guys are dicks. Oh no, we're taking them with us. Um, anyway, uh, into the trash chute. <laughs> uh, the key to the prisoner. Uh, does everyone have one? Do you have the only uh, key for the prisoner? Are there any copies? It's locked up in, in that cabinet behind me. All right, give us the key. <laughs> you have to let me up. Well, Grums, just, grab his shoulders and grab his arms. You can't just open the cabinet? Can't just check his pockets? The cabinet's got a lock. No, you don't need to break it down, sir. So oh. It's in my pocket. It's in my pocket. I, oh, my, oh, please. I oh don't God. deserve to Shut start. You're doing, very you good. The You're doing very good, Pinkerton. We're just going to put this back in the <laughs> Just so you can deep breaths, deep breaths. And as you put it, he goes, it's Pinkerton. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you two calling him like the Pinkerton detective? Oh, I'm doing it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting. <laughs> Mr. Okay, Mr. So, Phil, hi. <laughs> so you unlock the cabinet and um, there snakes, uh, snakes. Are, are, are like a hundred keys, all with little labels on the top, okay. and then you find you find the one for the brig. Okay. Which ones are, are missing? Like, are there any that are missing? Oh, good, good, mm, good, that's good insight. The key to stateroom A fifty one. The professor's room. The professor's room. Excellent. Who took this here key? Oh, everyone. No. And you realize the killer and Naruto ran away. Okay. Meanwhile. Okay. Meanwhile. Mr. Abate. Are you trashed yet? At this point. At this point, the two big burly bodyguards. That's a lot of bees. <laughs> they're sitting either side of you on this red leather sofa. Oh no. And they're sitting quite close. You're kind of <laughs> squished in between them. This is a bad time. And the count comes up to you and he says, Mr. Abate, are you drunk, sir? I think so. Mr. Abate, 
you like, you handle your drink very well for me and you. Well, yeah, I've been drinking quite a while, I've been practicing. You're, you're stupid. A prohibition. What is that about? You cannot keep a population in check if you don't give them alcohol. That is what we learned over the centuries in Mother Russia. Keep the peasants drunk and you keep them under your thumb. I think you're under his thumb. <laughs> would I think you're about to be under something else here in a minute. Wouldn't you agree, Mr. Abate? I've once read history book that said it's one thing only they instead of alcohol they said uh, the uh, the something like the the you know you give them their sports their their gladiatorials and such and that they will be happy. Sometimes the people that are that are that the people that are very placated by the simple pleasures I can understand that. I'm guilty of it myself. Yeah, Mister Abate. Are you still thirsty? I would love to have a little more to drink, sure. I am still thirsty. Thirsty for many things. I was going to say thirsty for men. For vodka, for vodka, certainly for vodka. But also, I am thirsty for other things. I like to see a young man <laughs> down taken down to his bare essentials. <laughs> Finally, it's not just me! <laughs> and then we just need to get Arthur, Lana, and everyone just record the same phrasing. Yeah. Just phrasing, yeah. phrasing. Yeah. phrasing. Getting soundboard, phrasing, 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 phrasing. You seem like you have not much meat on you. This is worse. <laughs> phrasing. He's body shaming you right now. <laughs> I don't mind. Because you have plenty of red blood pumping inside them. <laughs> and with that, he pulls out a rather sharp oh, knife, like a hunting knife, and he's like fingering it. Well, thank God that you didn't say long. <laughs> he's fingering it, he's saying, maybe we play with this knife a little. What do you think? You're gonna do blood play, you gotta get tested. That's right, first. Oh, first step. You think, first Mr. Step. Abate? Play with my little knife. Well, you got the little knife? <laughs> Poor man. Uh, well, you see, I already tried playing with blades a bit today and uh, not turn out well, as you can see. Ah, yes. That is a small wound. Nothing. Eat nothing. I give you a much better scar to take home. How about that? Um, I got one pretty good scar back here on my spine from my muscular disorder. I think that's plenty to show off, you know. And he says, "But I, I am a little tired now after, eh, been doing much this trip, been doing many things. I, uh, I think my friends will play with you a little first in the this back is... room." <laughs> Oh no, not the back room. And, 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 they, and they stand up and they yank you up and they frog march you into the adjoining stateroom and lock the door. And it is a blessed relief when finally unconsciousness comes as they beat you senseless. Oh, oh shit. You oh. poor man. Mm. Okay, what are you doing now? You've, uh, mm. So we identified the missing key to yeah. the person's room. 
What do you um, want to do with Pinkham, more importantly? I think uh, Pinkerman. Okay, mess with Pinkham. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so I think we've got to find the killer before he gets too far because the captain's dead. Do you think... So we've got a lot of fucking dirt on you now. <laughs> a lot of fucking dirt. I know, I know. Okay, so we're going to need your help. Okay, okay, anything. You know the ship better than us. I think you'll maybe uh, need to help lead us on an ex expedition so we can find the killer. And if you go anywhere, we've got a shitload of dirt on you. Who, who do you think it could be? Do you think it's the Count? Well, he's the only one left on the list. We might as well go talk to him. Don't you have an in on is it? Any, is there anybody else worse? Also, where the hell's Marcus? Monsieur <laughs> Pinkham, who else has access to this room? Well, there's me. Prior, prior to the captain, captain dying. Phil Pot. Um, a couple of petty officers, that's all. Who specifically has access to the key cabinet? Who could, who could get into this room? Only me and the captain. He killed himself. Yeah, well, the captain is kind of out of commission. Well, okay, yeah. listen. We'll just, we'll take, we'll take, we'll use him as a meat shield. How about that? Well, we'll put Pinkerton in first. I know. We'll the find the room where the Russians are, throw the mask on him, and push him in the room. Oh, Close the door. He said use a meat shield. Oh, we have to give him a sword first, too. So this was a character I made up for one of my other <laughs> Because I figured no Americans would know yeah, it. No, so no, a couple do. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, man. Her yeah. name's Vivian Bellend. Yeah, oh, yeah. You said you said Bellend. Bellend, yeah. She's his corpse. Anyway. God. Um, well, you're taking bribes from the count. We can. We're, we're gonna. I said we bring him with us. And I think like, it's less bribe and more fear from the count, though. Like he knows straight up what the count. But he did. But he also did. Also like, accept money. But like, yeah, for it. sure. Like, but like, I think the fallback is. And we will kill you and your family if you do not know what we say. All right, cool. Like, we don't really care much about this thing. Let's we'll still use him as like a meat shield. Like, I would have been first. Anything. It's just like yeah. look at these, look at these muscles. He says, <laughs> if the count knows what we're doing, he won't stop at anything. He's he's a brutal man. Okay, and if the count's dead, okay. Well, you'll need evidence. You can't just go killing a count of Russia. Sure, we can. We'll just say he, we saw him kill the captain. He's connected. Okay. Alright. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He's not connected out in sea, is he? <laughs> we killed an entire cult. <laughs> <laughs> an entire cult of leash people. <laughs> do you want the mask or shut up and just do what he's saying? Okay, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take you down to, the, to, to, to his sector. It's normally all locked up. I've got the keys. I, 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 I've been, uh, I, I was given... Uh, Personal, personal access, uh, and and my my, uh, I had to look after every whim. That's how I came into contact with that evil okay. man. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we have gotta go to the cabin first and make sure we've got all our biggest guns. <laughs> that's very true. That's a good idea. We're, yeah. we're taking. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah solid. <laughs> okay. Also, I want to look around the room. And be like, where the hell's Marcus? Where did Marcus go? Because <laughs> you you don't know. You didn't know. Yeah, we don't we don't know where so, he is now. So you are you go back to your cabins and you get your guns. What which which weapons are you getting? I'm just gonna get my 38. Hey, I still have my revolver from the plate shooting that me and Bones did. I still have all my stuff. I still okay. have my shuriken. Actually, let me grab those too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, and and have you got an extra handgun? 
Yeah, I'll give you a free shuriken. Oh no, or, or, or actually, how's your You can have my twenty-two. Yeah, we'll borrow actually. it from Claudia. Yeah. She's got twenty. Yes. Let's have a pea shooter. Okay, I'll take it. I'll say that Claudia. Um, yes, it's indisposed because that um, female officer called her back. They called had her a back, and they are now having a little stroll. Oh, oh lovely, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so then Pinkham says, "I'm not going in there, though." I will unlock it and you do what you want and I had nothing to do with this. Oh, Grums, who's got the mask? <laughs> Sounds like someone's not going to want to go in. <laughs> Please don't me. They go in! <laughs> well, give you a handgun. I'm yeah, I want to no, I wanna put... I've never shot anyone. What do you think of me? I, I'm what? not a murderer. I wanna it's put real easy. You the, point and pull. A mask <laughs> on his face and put a gun in his hand. Push him in. Like <laughs> a turret. The door. I think he'll just get filled with bullets. I think he'll just be like, ah! Just I mean, he'll pop up. There'll be some dice rolling around. <laughs> you know? I say we lock him in the brig for now. Like in the darkest corner in the back back where no one can hear him. We also scream. have to double check on the prisoner that they have down there that yes. the count wants. Yeah, that oh shit, we could get him to help us. Yeah. Yeah! yeah. Uh, let's get an ally. <laughs> Alright, we're trading you for the prisoner. Right, we'll just swap him out. That's yeah. a great idea actually. Throw him in with the cabin and the prisoner and mm -hmm. just like swap him. So, you're gonna go down to the brig, take Pinkham down to the brig, throw him in the brig, get the Bolshevik guy. Yes. Bring him up. Yes. And do some crazy Someone's stuff. Someone's getting this mask by the end of this cruise, okay? But if, if it's gotta be me, I'm, it's gonna be me. Um, Mikhail. 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 He's like, he's, he's looking at you with barely concealed contempt. What's good, homeboy? You are releasing me? Yeah. Ah, I know what you're doing. You throw me over edge, yes? You throw me in, 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 in the Atlantic. No. no. Father, we've got a proposition for you. He's not the priest. Not the priest. Oh, he's it's dead. just some other dude. It's just a lackey. Oh, <laughs> the priest died. Oh, well, uh, yeah, we still got a proposition. I, I look in your eyes. I see eyes of killers too. We, yeah. yeah, we have. We are not that different, you and I. No, exactly. You're right. You're absolutely and we right. Also We're gonna go one. kill the Russian guy. You in? The difference is, you care about your lives. Cool. So you're down with murder. <laughs> okay. I yeah. do not <laughs> care about my life. That is why I give my life for Russia. Okay. Well. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> go spend it by helping us get rid of the count. Us. Is you, you, is that where you take me? Yeah. yeah. We have common yeah. enemies. So now. give me weapon. Alright, what do you want? Oh, give me weapon give now. Me give me your gun. Oh, give me your knife. Well, we'll give you a handgun. When we are there. Right, be right before. When we break into a. Sounds fair? Yeah. Fair? Yeah. Who will send you with no weapon? I. Yeah, where are your grenades stashed at? We'll give, give you weapons. Maybe I shoot you after. Oh, no, shit. Right, why not? Right. You got a grenade. There's plenty of those grenades. Yeah, up ass. I knew it, I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> Alright, squat and ship them out. We're going to use them. Squat and cough. Squat and cough. Yeah. <laughs> but his obsession with, with grenades. That's his thing, alright? Oh, it's just the one guy. <laughs> it's just the one guy. I'm trying to help him out. We love your Russian technology. <laughs> it's an American. It's an American. <laughs> Much simpler. Molotov. Molotov cocktail. Oh, oh hell goodness. yeah. What kind of alcohol we need? I got some right here. <laughs> Actually, no, you can't do it with alcohol. It has to be petrol. Oh, no, uh, no not petrol, man. Gasoline. Actually, Grum, since you read the book, could you get him on our side? Like, could you talk to him about be like, we have a common enemy? Oh, yeah. The I checked out that graphic novel you suggested. It was pretty <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh, you like it. You like how, how, how Count DC Bowers. Yeah, I like Count DC yeah, you like how he pulls their entrails out and makes them eat their own entrails while still alive. They eat them? No, yeah, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty rock and roll, man, you know? 
Yeah. You like how he cuts <laughs> men's testicle penis off. <laughs> no, that was a little frightening. And, make, <laughs> and, and makes them choke to death on on the penis. So Not a <laughs> That's what Mark is going to be in a minute here. We're going to like, hurry up. You like how he put broken glass up asshole. Do you want to kill the count or not? <laughs> okay, we, we don't... I've had a lot of time to think about this. How about <laughs> we do all that to him? Hey, no, that is the act of brutal killer. I just want him dead. Okay, let's all just right. go kill him. Let's go kill him then. Oh no no no! That was such a, a, a abolition to your people and your uh, Russian ways. And uh, what was your name again? Go Mi- Vladimir Mikhail. 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 My name. Don't remember my name. Yeah. Sorry about Mikhail. Mikhail. Make sure, make, sure, <laughs> make sure you get in New York, New York Times. New York Times. Sorry about all that. We are expelled uh, from America. That's my, gonna take a while. <laughs> Times of London, then. All right, we'll do it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you're standing there. He says, give me gun now. I go in. I shoot them. Good. Maybe, maybe I leave. Maybe I die. We will do you one better. We'll give you a gun and Grenades. something special. Yeah, special. Yeah. 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 We just got to get up there first. This mask, it brings out the hunter's spirit. <laughs> you want to try this mask? It makes it very primal. I think I like these masks. These monsters. I become monster, yes. Yeah, yes. I yes. have I account like they ruined your people. I become monster. I like this. You make very happy, Mikhail. You put fear If he gets a power, I'm ripping it off. <laughs> <laughs> he says, okay, put it on me. Pick your favorite two. Don't mind about the third one. It was, it was an accident. <laughs> um, he says, I like this one. He says, pointing to Azathoth. All right, here you go. So, just to remind you, just to remind you, the... Yeah, it's the, all part of one bit. The sculpture bits, they're at the top. You yeah. don't actually, they just sit on top of your head. Yeah. Right? So it's not like you put on... Right. The, you put on the, the cloth the part. Cloth part that just goes like, over didn't I hear that Goldman's, that one uh, headband that made you all warm and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think yes. you still have that. Yeah, right. I don't know how much it's going to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I just need to make sure I have that in my uh, inventory. Right. Whatever that was called. I just want to... Okay. So, what happens? Here we go. Who's putting the mask on him? I'll do it. Give it over. <laughs> Wait, so we're outside the Count's door right now? Well, outside his... Um, Cell. The, no, 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 no. The, um, the, part, the air... The, there's a whole, oh, like, right. suite. Oh, of several, okay, that's right. Of several, of several rooms, and, okay. and he's unlocked the main door to it. So, mm-hmm. you start slipping this mask over his face. I'm going to very gently, like, grab the gun. Just, um, like, have a hand I on start it. creaking the door at the same time. Okay. <laughs> so, the first thing that happens is... He kind of like like kind of sees starts it. sees it, and he drops the gun that he's holding just on the floor. Just plunk. All right, perfect. Um, and the collar starts constricting around his face, holding it tightly in position. Um, and he's got this agonized like grimace on his face as this thing gets tighter and tighter and tighter. Um, and with his free hands, he's trying to like pull it off. He's like yeah yeah yeah. And he's trying to pull it off, and he can't, he literally can't. Um, and as he can't get it off, eventually he just uh, he ceases struggling. His arms sort of drop down to his sides. And after about fifteen seconds or so, the pupils of his eyes, because you can see that it's got like holes in it mm-hmm. in the in the cloth, 
the, the holes in it, and the pupils, the pupils start expanding until they fill up the entire eye. Ooh. So he's just his they basically go completely black. That's one hell of a trip. <laughs> and then his teeth kind of he makes this sort of I kill, I kill, I kill. What are you gonna do? Good boy. I yeah. say I, I yell out, kill the count. Okay, and 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 I push him and I open the, the door. door. Okay, he doesn't have his gun right now. He doesn't, right? right yeah, he doesn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, he's a little scrawny little starved dude. He might not I'll put the gun in his hand, I'll just like No! Okay. Just, like, just toss the gun in his hand. Okay, so he goes, yo! And he and then he go and he runs in and then you hear gun bow, 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 bow. You hear gunfire. Nice, nice, nice. We gave him, like, an extended magazine, like, 50 bullets in it. <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's, it's a revolver. Oh. Right, six shots. Six shots. You've heard, you've heard all six, all six shots go off. So, yeah. cucumber sandwiches? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Can I reach you and grab some more bullets and throw them in? There were at least ten seconds after he, after he ran in and you closed the door. How you doing? Marcus, the world is swimming around your head. Um, you open your eyes. You you could you you could almost see the stars swimming, uh, uh, circling around your head, and the little little Tweety birds flying. Um, you have taken a severe beating, and as the room swims back into view, um, you can't tell whether it's the boat moving or whether it's you or whether it's just the inside of your head. But everything starts to come into focus, and you see standing in front of you the count. He is stripped to his waist. His chest is covered in scars, some of which have healed, others are still fresh. And he's holding the knife, the sharp glinting knife in his hands. You realise that you have been um, tied in a crucifix for shape to something in the cabin, some furniture or something, and your arms and, and legs are lashed. And he says, I'm glad you've woken up. I wouldn't have liked to wait a bit longer. I was getting more thirsty, you know. Mm. Tell me, is, is there any stuff in the, with the scars you still gotta do more of that? Because honestly, this might, some of these will whip me flash. This might actually look cool, but uh, I just didn't want to go through the whole pain process of it. So, if, if this is gonna leave a pattern, it might actually be cool. <laughs> Always the optimist. <laughs> I like your sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But your screams, I will enjoy them for a long, long time. Wait, you have some kind of voice recorder? <laughs> oh, I have the best voice recorder. My memory, my memory. Ah, it was such a shame to kill the captain so quickly. I had to do it. It was a matter of urgency. Oh, the professor, he suffered greatly. We want another little sheep of vodka, my friend, before we start. Yeah. It, might, it might numb the feeling a little bit, make us last a little bit longer. That would be nice, but I have an idea. Why don't we have a little bit of a knife fight? I, I feel like I could go for one of those. I have a good knife fight in a long time. Oh, sir, Mr. Abate, you, you want fair fight? I admire your spirit. Yeah, fair fight. Yeah, that is what the... Uh, 
uh, a nobleman would do. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Ah, you misjudge me, my friend. I do not want fair fight. I want to kill you slowly and see you suffer. No fair fight here. Sorry, Mr. Abate. And he steps forward and he gets the knife and he slowly pushes it into the side of your stomach. Just really, really slowly, like a surgeon making an incision. How is this, Mr. Abate? How is it? Tell me, tell me what it feels like. Feels great. <laughs> <laughs> Just fuck with You manage not to scream out as the knife punctures your abdomen and goes in about an inch into your stomach. And he says, Yeah, yeah, you're tougher than you look. We'll see what happens next day. And he starts to slowly move the knife, millimeter by millimeter, as he starts to slit your stomach open. So what are you? You're, you're gonna? I'm gonna lean in. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give him the old uh, Danny DeVito penguin treatment. <laughs> <laughs> Get his nose. Okay. So the first thing you need to do is um, you jerk yourself forward as hard and as fast as you can, and in doing so, you actually. Um, managed to dislocate your left wrist <laughs> so that it, it kind of kind of bends backwards and it kind of comes out of the restraints. So your left hand is free, but your wrist is dislocated. You you bite down on his nose and lip, yes. upper lip. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, um, but you don't manage to like tear it off. But but you've got hold of him. You got yes. hold of you're like you're clamping on, and he's. <laughs> And at that, he shoves the knife in oh, harder into you. And at that very point, as the searing white hot pain from the knife in your abdomen goes shooting up and down your nervous system, you hear six gunshots and shouting coming from outside. Back to you guys, what are you doing? We're gonna peek in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so... <laughs> Just open the door, open it. Let's peek in, where's the dude? Let's go the gun blazing. Yeah, like, we'll all have our guns yeah. out. Let's okay. come in, let's yeah. check on our dude. So you can see that the, there's a cabin door like, open ahead. Our guns are drawn. And that's where the shouting is coming from. Mm, okay. Where's the dude? Where's, where's our masked dude? I don't know. Close the him. door. I'm going to go in and, like, I'm going to look around the room for a fucking masked man. And just like, where's the Okay, so you rush we're, in. We're You're going in first, yeah? I'll go in first with the gun is out. Is your gun ready? Yes, I it is. I follow literally right behind you, okay. and I encourage the other two of you to come right behind us in a group of four. Like a triangle. I'm, I'm gonna stay around the door, behind. like the actual open, you know, like the entryways right here. I'm gonna be right here and just like looking at Okay, so you rush in. You're squishy. Yeah, I'm squishy. And you see the following. You see one of the large bodyguards dead on the floor. Um, his face just blown away. <laughs> Teeth, nose, everything Nothing. gone. Yeah. With a pistol? Stab, dude. Okay. Well, probably three or four shots. You might have gone oh, through okay. the back of the well, head. Well, well, maybe one good one. Yeah, but what you also one. see, is Mikhail um, standing kind of with his legs kind of like thrashing wildly. He's basically being suspended in midair. The other big bodyguard has got his hands around his neck and you can see blood streaming down the bodyguard's chest mm. from about four bullet wounds. And he's going, I will kill you, I will kill you. And you see that Mikhail is just like choking and he's kind of 
laughing maniacally and saying, get me, get me. <coughs> What do you want to do? Pop him, the bodyguard. Okay, anywhere? Just, if I hit the, if I hit the mass dude, oh well, he's ready to die. If I hit the bodyguard, oh well, that's what I'm aiming okay, for. Okay, so you're at point blank range. Alright, so you miss. Uh, who's, who's next with the, with uh, the, with the uh, weapon? Coming in after. Okay, so you see Mortensen, like, rush in, and he's too, like, quick on the trigger, and his shot goes wild. I, like, trip over one of the dead bodies or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are you doing? Well, I'll show you how to shoot. <laughs> and I aim for the bodyguard. Um. <laughs> no. I'll show you how to shoot. Huh? I, I didn't say wild. <laughs> Your other shot goes wild. Give it the good college shot. When? All right, I'll try, yes. I'll try to shoot from, like, my around the corner doorway. No. Nope. I'll go ahead and try my luck at throwing some shuriken. <laughs> yes. The shuriken embeds itself in the forehead of the bodyguard. And he just kind of sinks down to his knees while still still in his death grip around Mikhail's throat. And the second one, the one that goes into Mikhail's back. Ooh, nice. <laughs> um, and that's now wedged just above his um, shoulder blades in his neck. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. Oh, did um, we hurt the mask? Is it in the mask? No, <laughs> no, no, okay. Not in the mask. All right, cool. Um, and he, uh, and he, they fall in a heap. And the bodyguard is dead, and Mikhail is kind of, uh, he's like, like re- trying to reach back to try and get this thing out of his neck. He's like, uh, I'm trying to throw it back. I mean, is he? Okay. Um, right at that moment, you, Abate, are starting to black out again from the pain, um, but you've still got your grip on the Count's face. What do you want to do? And then I'm gonna just try and give everything I have into just biting off as much as I can. <laughs> um, this time, you tear off his lip. Nice. And he screams, um, he screams and staggers back um, and he like sits down on the floor in shock and he holds his hand up to his face. He's like, I will make you suffer like you can't imagine with these. And um, the knife is still in your stomach. It's basically cut through probably about about three inches now to the side, and there's blood like pulsing, pumping out of your stomach. Um, and um, and he gets up and he starts like lurching towards you. Meanwhile, in the other cabin, you heard this dude the scream. scream through the door to the back. Excellent. What are you doing? So this master is angry. You guys got him. Well, I'll go in. <laughs> I'm gonna make a beeline, but also on my way as I pass the mask dude, I'm going to step and apply pressure on the shuriken in the back of his neck and just. <laughs> <laughs> we need him dead. Yeah. Oh, you're just gonna push it in. Yeah, I'm just gonna push it in because it's in the back of his neck, well, right? Okay, a shuriken is sharp all the way around. Oh, that's right. Okay, Are you Gwen. Of hold on, I've got my wrench. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> just like like nail, putting a nail and just like. <laughs> Okay, so you basically just hammer the shuriken through the <laughs> spinal column, yeah. nice. severing the spinal cord, spinal. and he just falls forward dead onto the body of the of the bodyguard. That was the grunts and Rake's sheer teamwork. That was the team. That was the teamwork. Okay. Meanwhile, the two of you rush in, and you mm. see this horrifying sight. You see the count stripped naked to the waist, 
possibly with an erection. <laughs> yeah, a lovely target. You'll be out in a second. <laughs> I black out in a heart um, With his whole lower lip and half his nose missing. Well, actually, just sitting there as a lump of flesh on the on the carpet. Right, Blood just pouring down his face, and you see your friend Marcus with a three-inch um, wound in his stomach and a knife sticking out of it. He's also completely naked. You see. The count is lurching now toward is lurching towards him, and his hand is like reaching out for the knife. It looks like he's about to fall forward onto the knife. Oof, yeah. And Marcus is just like kind of almost limp now from the blood. <laughs> so I'm, I'm what are you doing? I'm gonna tackle him because if I shoot him, he's just gonna fall forward onto the knife. Okay. Okay. Tackle him. So. But if you tackle him from behind, he's also going to fall forward. Yeah, well, I can, like, I can curve like, the ball. Yeah, I can curve. Like, I'm going to like hop to the side and then like get okay, the so sideways. Grab his hair him down to the side. Yeah. Uh, I just want to tackle him down and like kind of keep him pinned so I can then go wailing on him on the next round. Okay. Gwen, what are you doing? I'm going him. to apply first aid. <laughs> okay, so you apply pressure and bandage, and uh, the bleeding stops, and you are stabilized. Excellent. Okay. I've got him controlled. So, he's not going to resist. So. Cole, you have got the hideous count, count pinned down. <laughs> I'm going to say that he's actually um, he's actually passed into unconsciousness from his wounds, and you are um, free to do whatever you want. <laughs> Marcus, you are conscious but in a great deal of pain. Um, you're going to need proper medical treatment soon because the knife must be yeah, the extracted, knife extracted mm -hmm. and your wound tended to. Um, there are three dead bodies outside, <laughs> um, and I guess you're waiting for maybe some of the purses and the ratings to come along and I, I guess find you, unless you want to do something to preempt whatever happens next. Let's find some evidence. Is yeah. anyone alive on this ship anymore? <laughs> no, you've killed most of the people on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's 700 people on this ship. And we've killed like... Seven. And and while you're sitting there waiting to, or, or, or trying to think of how on earth you're going to explain this, I guess first to Philpot. Really. Yeah, our yeah. good boy. You know, your good boy. My good boy. Um, Pinkham is, in, is safely locked up in the brig. There aren't really any other witnesses to this apart from you. Mm -hmm. now. Oh, now we got to find it. But Pinkham, I suppose, would be indirect. Uh, witness into Do the trash. Can Who we, knows? Can we page pink? No, 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 no. I, we mean, need the body. I mean, I mean, for alibis, for for, for oh. or yeah, at least to give body. you a plausible reason for for why you've been involved in this. Our guy's right. been kidnapped. Yeah, yeah that's we true. were looking for him. Right, totally. Yeah, yeah that's, true. Yeah, that's true. true. Maybe you should just leave him there as, as evidence. Yeah, leave him tied up. Bleeding out. There's the pager button. No, no, no. Well, yes, you're right. There's the phone. There's the phone that goes directly. Bring your bring. Okay, hey. so you pick up the phone. <laughs> Ahoy, hi! And, and Pinkham answers. Says, Pinkham can, can I can I assume that uh, you have been successful, <laughs> my friends? Was this is this Pinkham or Philpot? Sorry, this is Philpot. Phil okay. Hello. Hello. Hey, what's with me? me? Hello. Hello, hello. So um. We uh, we solved the murders. We've got some evidence. We've got witnesses, and we're gonna need a lot of bleach. So uh, come with a couple of. I'll oh, bring my best mop. You sure do. Leave your good clothes at home. <laughs> and bring those cucumber sandwiches. Yeah, where's our cucumbers? Did someone spill the soup? That's a lot of soup. Yeah. Yep, go yes, get it. There's a lot of soup. Some good old body soup. <laughs> Wait, so where is the count? 
Uh, the count the is like it's unconscious. Brent will slap some cuffs on him. I mean, he's, he's like just blood is just seeping. And out he's still alive. He's so still alive. We haven't broken any laws. Actually, yeah. Do I need to stabilize him or recognize that he'll stay? Um, you probably should try and stabilize him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he could bleed out. So you um you apply some kind of um I guess glycerin or something to his face mm. to seal up the I'm all that damage, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking we'd let Philpot see him, be like, oh, he's alive, but he's kind of, you know, she's and, taking um, care of him. A few minutes later, you hear Philpot come in, and you turn around. What you see standing in the doorway isn't Philpot. It's the Bolshevik. The dead Bolshevik. Oh, shit. And he's standing there like a puppet whose strings have been cut. Um, and he's just his head's just, like, hanging to the side, and then his mouth opens. He's clearly dead. Right. But he's also standing up and talking to you at the same time, which is why it's kind of breaking your brains. Yeah, I'm going to freeze and just like, uh, uh. His vision is based off movement. Um, And he says, you seem to enjoy the chaos of the void. Bam. (laughs) Basically, your three bullets just, so you blow off the top part of his head. One of his arms is shot off at the elbow, cool, 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 cool. and um, you, you also shoot a big hole in his, in his stomach. Cash money, okay. Um, and he's still there. And he just carries on talking like as if nothing has happened. And he says, <laughs> I need to work on my shoot skill. <laughs> and he says, I will enjoy meeting you later, Mr. Grumps. You have a darkness inside your soul that no, none of your friends know about. You would be a, a worthy companion for me inside my dark tomb. What is your name? And then AZ? Oh, okay. Damn it. It takes all the damage, like, at that instant. Yeah. Then they just, like, basically just explode. Paste. Yeah. We're just like, ow. Yeah. It ends with Jesus. And then right after that, Philpot comes in. Um, holding a tray of soup. <laughs> you look like you've seen a gun. And he goes, Wah! And he throws, <laughs> he throws the tray up in the air and the soup goes flying over his head. He goes, Mommy! Mommy! I close the door behind him. What is that? Wow, 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 wow. What is that from? I thought it was Phil Pot. I was going to be very upset if he was very scared. He's just like, no! You're not even his friend. I'm his only friend. I've had him under my wing this whole time. He's just going to run this year. This is very hard for me to understand and to cope with. Can you please explain to me what has happened in the Count's stateroom? And why is he missing his nose? Well, that would be because Marcus bit it off. Oh, that explains it, sir. <laughs> no, I'm glad you explained me. Now, if you don't mind, I'm just going to go and sit down on that sofa and cry for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll panish all that. Yes, you, you, have you brought them up? I could uh, definitely work on my character skills. <laughs> have you brought me a mop? He says, I thought you were joking, sir. I thought you wanted some soup. No, see. we needed the mop. <laughs> and I can see we're already in the soup. <laughs> My little joke. Oh, you want to sit Grumps, we need the cat again. <laughs> and he sits down again on the sofa and he just starts weeping. He says, Mother, I, I, you always told me I shouldn't go to sea. I want to take off my coat and kind of like drape yeah, it around. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, After a while, he says, But it is not permissible 
for an officer of Her Majesty's fleet to allow his emotions to get the better of him. So I will pull myself together. I'll stiffen my resolve. And I will deal with this as an officer and a gentleman. Do we have I'm not a gentleman, but as an officer. Is there any more vodka for this man? Is there any more vodka for this man? Oh yeah, we're in the Russian room. He says, my friends, um, we will be docking in 12 hours precisely. I suggest we clean up this room. And uh, I also suggest we get our story straight. How does that sound? Do we want to clean up the room? Or would that look suspicious when the police come and see stuff? This is a site of utter carnage. Mm. There are things here that are very hard to understand or even explain. Mm-hmm. Listen, we can leave the floating body out of the story. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Marte, you seem to have taken a turn for the better. How are you feeling there? Uh, looks like you've got a rather nasty stomach wound. That I do. That I do. <laughs> As you see the knife like just poking out of your stomach. You are still naked, naked by the way. Uh, can, can someone get him? Like, yeah, I mean, none of you actually said you were going to give him some trousers. <laughs> so he is still naked. Step Arte, would you like to? Um, would you like me to find a pair of the Count's pants for you? That would be lovely. Okay. Twelve hours later, you pull into Southampton Docks. Phil Potts has discussed with you what's what's going to happen. He pulled himself together. He showed himself to be a man for a crisis. He radioed ahead. He explained that there had been a number of horrible tragedies on the ship. And that a full investigative team would come on board um, and that they would interview you as lead investigators in the tragedies that occurred on the ship. Do we not have our farewell ball? Masquerade? Oh, no, no, we didn't. It was cancelled. <laughs> oh. I mean, I was going to wear a uniform. Okay. Given there were a half a dozen murders, murders <laughs> Straight on murders. the ship, I think it made sense for it to be cancelled. Okay, Phil twice. doesn't get it. <laughs> Phil said, Phil Pot. Phil Pot. Vernon. Can you call me Vernon, please? No. I feel like we're friends now. No, no one calls me Vernon. They either call me Phil Pot or, Oi, idiot. <laughs> I'm a Boy Scout. I've been calling you Boy Scout. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm part of the 30s thing. Phil actually invites you all to his cabin on the final night, and and uh, and uh, you you will have a number of whiskeys just to nightcaps all just around. to calm down the nerves and to prepare yourselves for the next day, and then. Um, I think the knife that he stabbed me with—is—is it—is it like anything? It's, <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> it is a Russian cavalry knife. Oh, nice. It has a Russian eagle handle. The morning breaks. It's early, six a.m. The whistles and horns on the ship are all um, are all firing off. Are all sounding out. As in the early morning mist, you look out of your cabin windows and you see land for the first time. And you can't help but feel relieved that you will be able to get off this crazy ship. Um, You see um, Southampton docks, for it must be Southampton, that's where you are headed. A bustling um, industrial port 
not really particularly pretty, but with all the solid, respectable architecture of a good British seaside town, um, elegant, some elegant brick warehouses, far prettier than the rundown shitholes of the of the East River that you're more familiar with, <laughs> um, of Green of, of Greenpoint and, and Point South, um, and there's the smell of a bit of rain on the air, a bit of mist, and the smell of promise. And you come into dock, and about half an hour later, um, you are greeted by a group of policemen, British policemen. Mm. And one of them, uh, and so yeah, they see, they, they, uh, you're, you're in the captain's ca um, office at the moment, you're in the, in, the, in the control deck, you're on the control deck in the captain's office, and they come in to uh, discuss the events with you. Um, no one has been allowed off the ship, it's been, there, there's a, um, a quarantine there's a, the squad of policemen are standing guard at the bottom of the gangplank. Um, uh, no one is being allowed off right now. And they, and they come on and they say, uh, uh, the um, inspector will be here, will be here shortly. If you um, just make yourselves comfortable. He's, uh, he's a little bit delayed, he had to drive down from London. So you wait, half an hour passes, maybe 45 minutes. And eventually a tall, aging, but rather neatly dressed man comes in. And it's Paul, no, it's King. <laughs> and he says, right then, what have we got here? To I've been hearing world. word about all of this nonsense going on on this ship. And uh, you lot, you've got a lot of explaining to do. I hear there's... Uh, Quite a few dead bodies stacked up in the freezer. That's right, it was the murder on the Orient Express. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, you're, uh, and he opens his notebook. You're, uh, Rakeshear, yes? Aye. Yeah. Well, pleased to meet you, Mr. Rakeshear. Inspector Barrington. Put her there. <laughs> Inspector Barrington of Scotland Yard. And you all are surprised to hear that name. Yeah, Don't worry guys, I've got, got it. Because you've heard that name before. Yeah. If you care to look over there <gasps> at the clue board, top Top left, right? Top England. Under England? Barrington, Detective Donut Don Barrington. No. Detective John Barrington's not in Yard. How did we come across him? I must have not been here that day. So that yeah. was, the, was, that that was one of the names Jonah. given to you by Jonah Kensington, oh. by, by the publisher. Mm. That was one of the people, he was one of the people that Jackson um, interviewed in England before he set sail for New York was this precise police inspector. So, mm -hmm. a very interesting coincidence. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's purely it's a coincidence. Mm -hmm. I mean, of all the inspectors in the whole of the country, this is the one that's come down to meet you right. at the boat. Hey man, do you want to do you want to sit down with a drink? Because we've got things to talk about. You know, I'm an alpha boat. So whole five normally, uh, normally, I would say yes, Mr. Mortensen, but a little bit early for a drink, don't you think? 7 a.m.? Oh, uh, make it a Bailey's. <laughs> <laughs> it's noon somewhere. Yeah, that's all I was saying. I was just like, what the fuck's the time? <laughs> it's 7 a.m. We'll get you a Bailey's with your coffee. He says, if I'd been up all night, maybe I'd call this the rounder offer. But let's say, let's just have a nice cup of tea, eh? 
and you tell me exactly what the fuck has been going on on this boat and why there are seven dead bodies in the deep freeze. <laughs> well, that count killed about two, like, how many, two, three of them? How many? Let's say three. Probably the count. Yeah, Marcus, who did he admit to killing? He admitted to killing, I remember he admitted to killing the captain. He remember, I remember he admitted to killing the professor. Um, I don't know who else he might have killed. I know he tried to kill me, but then I bit his face off. <laughs> <laughs> you did a reverse Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> Barrington says, can you please explain to me, just so that I can write this up in less than a novel, what happened? Count, Kurt, count killed Professor Captain. Tried to kill Marcus. We went looking for Marcus. Shit happened. Oh, there was the Bolsheviks. Uh, yeah, the terrorists. Missing out a small matter of assassination attempt. Yes, Mr. Morton. The I forgot about that. The I'm Bolsheviks. This <laughs> is so much going on. <laughs> Slipped your mind, did it, Mr. Mortensen? Listen, after just what... a couple of like blown up bodyguards and a couple of dead Bolsheviks slip your mind. After, listen, after what happened to our friend here, the assassination is fucking nothing. Didn't you say those bodyguards jumped onto a grenade themselves and got blown up? That was that's. I mean, that's 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 part defense, part suicide. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of witnesses. Very true, Mr. Abate, very true. You look like you've been in the wars yourself. I hear you um, got stuck a bit like a pig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sean, yeah. can I see the wound? You won't mind me uh, just verifying. Okay. Oof, nasty. Oh. I did that myself once, I was shaving. I think it's big, yeah, I take off the glass. As he looks at the wound, I'll describe like it was a uh, using the Russian cavalry knife. It was a three inch. It was at first a one inch incision. Then it goes around a little three inches consistently, and then it's a deeper puncture into that. <laughs> Just full on like medical I, terms. I appreciate your precision, Miss Greaves. I can also tell you about the Doctor Greaves. Doctor, I'm sorry, thank Dr. you. Dr. Oh, I'm already liking you so much more than every fucking ever person <laughs> in this journey. Well, I hope you can appreciate. I need to get the exact yes. facts. And if I don't have exact. a plausible, uh, it's, it's sounding reasonable right now, you know, exploding, exploding Cossacks, yeah. um, dead yeah, Bolsheviks, it's, it's... Um, homicidal maniac counts. There was a talent show. There was a talent <laughs> show as well, was there? Uh, what happened there? Did, uh, did, did somebody's head explode? I think yeah, where's the $10? Could you put on the record that I won the talent show? <laughs> <laughs> Flaming shurikens, that was not a good idea considering what happened later in the day. If I had known, I would have picked another day. Mr. Rakeshire, I will definitely record that you won the talent show. <laughs> Although I did hear on good accounts that Mr. Mortensen actually won it. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> we just pulled guns on each other. As long as it's on paper. The reason I've been called here, partially, is my own, of my own doing. Hey, at least the I have taken a personal interest in this case. Because certain aspects of it seemed a little bit queer to me. It called to mind some um, some events that have been happening in my manner. Does it sound similar to the things that you may have perhaps discussed with uh, Monsieur Jackson Elias, a good friend of ours? Very interesting you should ask me that. And before you two go stamping your passports, sirs, I have not decided yet whether we will let you onto this Her Majesty's soil. Oh, you're Scottish, I'm Scottish. Fuck it, you're gonna <laughs> let me in. <laughs> Just you wait. Just you wait. You see, it says I like that in Chinese. <laughs> Entry. 
you wasted the Chinese one. Anyway, um, <laughs> Mr. Elias, he was a very interesting chap. I um, Don't make a sadly sound. couldn't give him the attention which he deserved. Mm. Is he um, is he well? Unfortunately, he is no longer with us. He got in mixed up in a bit of business that is very typical in the things he researches. He's 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 just gone. Well, that is a tragedy. He was a good man. I liked him greatly. We did. Too. I must say, I didn't fully appreciate or take entirely seriously his allegations. I do not find these esoteric ideas very palatable. Mm. I prefer to ascribe more base motives. Mm. It's usually Sexy. lust, greed. greed, or revenge. Yes. Those are the drive, driving forces of murder, I find. But these killings on this ship, they had certain echoes of things that have been going on in my manner in my manor, London town, the West End of London, Soho, that is not acceptable. Mm. There have been some incidents, and I will not say any more, but it sounds to me like you, unusual though you may be to the untrained eye, it seems that you are honest and have some degree of trustability about you. I don't know why I'm saying that, because most of my colleagues would have slammed you right up in pokey. Mm, we have that charm. Mm. Mm. So, we have that look about us. Although it's very much against my better judgment in many ways, something is telling me I do need to uh, allow you to proceed with your journey. But should we uh, ever have an incident of this nature again and I am called to uh, attend to it, I think we might have a bit of a longer conversation. Mm. Well, Nevertheless, we... here's yeah. my card. If there's anything you want to discuss, um, you can find me at Scotland Yard. And he gives you his card and he says, I'm sorry, but um, you're going to have to go through all the bureaucracy and paperwork now with all of this mess. I must, uh, I've actually got a return. I am very busy but I wanted to come down and see things for myself. My, uh, my sergeants here will be processing your immigration papers. And with that, he stands up. We'll see you in a couple of days. Gives you a curt nod. Turns Good morning to you. <laughs> and he walks Top out. of the morning. <laughs> and he walks out. Top of the morning. Can I give my medical examination statements since I examined each of the bodies at the scene of the crime before they were tampered with to the proper authorities here? Sure. The, 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 the sergeants there are going to take down all of the details. It's going to take you the best part of half a day, I think, to mm. give all of the evidence. Can we take this man to a them. hospital first? Will they allow <laughs> us that? Um, they, they've There's actually brought, they brought medics on. Nice. And mm. he's, he's stitched up. Good lad, good lad. And Back into the fallout shelter with us. <laughs> and after about four hours, you are escorted down the gangplank and these the British bobbies take you to Southampton train station and um, and they just leave you there with your luggage and the, the fortunate thing for you is that you were not searched <laughs> so you, you still have all of your weapons and the pot I stole <laughs> and the pot you stole and the masks and the masks and um, 
And the Count's pants. <laughs> and Pinkerton's shoe. Okay, the one. My assumption is that you are heading to London, and um, Pinkham and the Count have both been arrested and taken into custody. As as you're, you're you've got about half an hour for your train rise, and you see the face of your good friend Philpot appear, um, and, he's, and he he comes up to you on on the platform, and he says. Well, that's a story for the ages, isn't it? Yeah, you gotta tell your mama. <laughs> I can't yeah, I guess it. you're the captain of your own boat now, man. That's right. You must tell your mom about it. Oh no, sir, sirs, no, 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 no. I'm retiring. Oh, that's oh, totally it's fair. more than my nerves can take. I do not want to get set foot on board a ship ever again. I am going to follow my dream. What's what are you going to do? I'm going to make model railways. Yeah! Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> I hear there is quite a bit of money to be made mm. in model railways. It's all the rage. To you watch me. I'll be up there with all the great model railway makers of the ages. Chase your dream, man. <laughs> make your dreams come true. And here's my card. <laughs> Keep in touch with me if you ever need and anything. And sirs, I will never forget everything you've done for me, sirs and madams. I will never forget everything you've done for me. If you ever need, call on Philpot. Never forget, trusty, never say die Philpot. That's what they call me. We couldn't have done this without you, Miss. Yeah, you really got us out of a peach. At least that's what I think they call me because, well, apart from you, I don't really have any friends. Except for me. Oh, baby. You're going to make some friends. That's right, the dog train industry, tight knit group. He says, Oh, I gotta go now. Here comes my mum. <laughs> yes. And this um, very wait, small. Wait, wait, wait. What if the mum's the a lady Claudia slept with? She's too young. She's too young. This very, very tiny oh. woman. She comes kind of tottering along. She says, She starts beating him with her umbrella. And, and, and he's like ducking and he's holding his head. No, and, just waving. <laughs> and, 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 he is, and, he is, and he's like hurried along and gets um, into the sidecar of a small motorbike. Aww. She puts on a motorbike helmet, oh, yeah! jumps on, revs it up, and they go roaring off <laughs> into the Dorset countryside. Beautiful. Like a tear in my follow that family's plot. <laughs> and with that, we will end. The, the well, I guess the Mauritania chapter. Hey, we've often seen. Of Master Nilatha Ten. We made it.